0: This is Belgariad and Beyond, the show where we explore magical reality through fiction, chapter by chapter. And we've begun with the Belgariad series of books by David Eddings. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 12. This season, we're reading Book 3, Magician's Gambit. And today we're diving into Chapter 11. My name is Sandra Turnbull. I am the director of Goddess Kindled Universe and a fiction writer, lots of magic and magical realism and you know, mermaids
1: at the moment. Nice. I can hear my. i <laughs> always wanted to write a mermaid story and I just, I don't feel like I have enough of the, I don't know, mm-hmm. not oh. to, to oh. grasp how to really explain a mermaid story, you know. And not just a mermaid story, but a lesbian love
0: story oh, involving a mermaid. That's so, so fun. There's that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
1: Well. So who are you anyway? What are you doing? <laughs> right. I'm Alicia Seymour. I am a fantasy author. I'm currently sorting out my own darkness and wrapping up the finale of my series that, you know, I'm so close. I'm just like. We didn't even touch on that in our conversation
0: in before the show. That is so fucking appropriate. It is. Sorry, swearing. It is.
1: And I just thought of that as you were talking about your writing. I was like, oh, because I write really dark mm. fantasy is what I'm drawn to. Yeah. Right? And last... Of my course. My last writing session, I literally... And I had... A lot of times I write these scenes, I have no idea. And I wrote it and I was like, holy shit. That was like... <laughs> that was like my fully dark no no but it was a moment of Eva the the protagonist she was speaking to the oracle I'll say Mm. and um she was getting the guidance from and as I was what the oracle was saying to her though I was just sitting there like oh my god and I'm typing and I'm just reading and I'm like oh my god this is teaching me right now what i need to know but it's coming from me how is hello how is this happening how do i know this you know well you don't it's coming through you from your oracle yeah right so that was really thank you, goddess really pad. that was last week because my last i haven't written since because i went through of course
0: it was last week because then this yeah dive do you want to talk about your cup what's yeah. in your cup this week my cup <laughs>
1: I couldn't find a drink that's that described it so I said my cup is full of black clouds and stardust oh that's <laughs> kind of nice because that's so you yeah um I faced uh, a lot of demons this last week um but then after I typed that I realized that I don't think I actually face to them initially i i just kind of let them come and take over and so i got into a really dark place for a couple days but i didn't do uh i didn't hang on I i
0: just gotta say they didn't take over they connected with you okay (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. this was a connection not a possession
1: right no I didn't feel like a possession at all okay um it was just a little bit scary like I I talked in depth about this already before the show but Mm -hmm. so yeah so I went through those two days um just really trying to get through it because I felt really terrible and um just hard on myself in general so what happened is that afternoon, as I was, it was starting to kind of lighten a little bit, an email came through from this guy I followed for a while, He does YouTube videos on manifesting. And the, the topic of the email said manifesting from your shadow. And it just piqued me enough to be like, and then I remember you always talking about shadow work. And I instantly just Googled books on shadow work and found this one. I don't remember the name right now. I think it's like owning your shadow or something like that but I, I read it all in like a day and it was exactly the stuff I needed to read to like wrap up the healing completely from this so I felt like uh really grateful for all of that and after I read a lot of that stuff I just felt more peaceful than I did doing like presence work, like light work. Um, and so I've been really just kind of, I'm relaxing into the, the shadow stuff because it feels really good to me. And it makes a lot of sense for me where I'm at right now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I am just excited to kind of go deeper. I have two other books now that. I'm gonna read on the same topic, so yeah, that's kind of gonna be my focus the rest of this week is just reading through those books and fantastic absorbing it. So that was really fantastic. my week, you know. was kind of all that really happened. Remember, you can always reach out to me if you have if you need a hand, mm-hmm. or just sit with someone for a while. Yeah, yeah, and I thought too. I want to get try again. I tried that um or art stuff did you try the neographic i did try a couple weeks ago and i hey <laughs> i did not like what i did at all and then i think i need to get better pencils i don't mine mm-hmm. are like kids kids um yeah. what do you call them colored pencils and they just don't yeah. come out rich enough for me uh, mm-hmm. but i also just didn't the way i colored at the end and i saw how she did i'm like why did i you know, I just didn't like the way I colored it. It looked really Easter kind of Easter it's egg. Okay. So I want to do it again. It's
0: okay.
1: And I felt exactly the same way the
0: first time I did. it. I'm like, oh my God, that is so garish. And <laughs> what was I? Think? But now every time I look at it now, the more I look at it, I like, oh, yeah, I like it a bit
1: more. Like it's like softening into myself. Yeah. So I want to do another session and I want to color it a bit differently. That feels better. Yeah. 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 And it's not
0: about comparison. It's not about better than it's about the process
1: of doing it, not the end result. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The process felt great. Yeah. I wanted to get one that I would actually want to hang up, you know, and I didn't want to hang that one. I just didn't. Mm -hmm. "Eh." That's okay. You do as many as you like. Yeah yep cool i'm so glad you did <laughs> yeah i'm glad that you told me about it because i like it cool mm-hmm. how about For my cup yeah oh, excuse
0: me sorry i just have a little bit of water uh, my potion is i just changed it while you're in the bathroom i thought it looked different <laughs> i think i was inspired by your poetic <laughs> clouds of oh. and stardust i'm like oh that sounds really good i want one of them <laughs> so now now <laughs> mine is rainwater water with swirls of red and purple ink nice um yes it's we're in those lovely drizzly days of autumn the initial drizzly days of autumn where the temperature drops quite significantly. I've got my house socks and my jumpers on. And um, I just love this. I love this kind of weather. I'm, probably because I'm from Brisbane and it's not normal for me. Like,
1: Yeah. I'm waiting for that weather here. Cause we're having like what Australia weather would probably be having, which is just dry heat. I
0: want yeah, the rain. So,
1: oh, I love it. I love
0: it. I love it. And, and so, and I wanted to say thank you so much, everyone, for all of your love, loving thoughts and healing wishes um, for me last week when I was not well and we had to skip recording the show. I have chronic pancreatitis, and when I am when I am low, that is my weak point, and I get quite unwell and. I no longer get the excruciating pain associated with pancreatitis since the last operation I had years ago, but I get all the other symptoms. And so it's uh, kind of a double whammy because I don't have the threat of pain to make me do every single right thing so that the pain doesn't come. But when I don't do all the right things lots of self-care and you know go easy on myself don't push myself too hard I still get I still get sick and it it, I get I lose all of my creative spark and I go down in a big hit so before when I would get the pain I would just be hospitalized for a week or so (laughs) until I was better now I don't have the pain so I'm not hospitalized but I tend to not let myself rest as much as I probably should to heal. And so that's why I didn't, we didn't record last week. And I'm very grateful that everyone was so supportive. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, you got to take care (laughs) of yourself first because if you don't, then there's no show at all. Exactly right. (laughs) Exactly right. And I am not willing to give
0: up this show. No. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, so, but I know that I'm pretty much on the mend now because I'm feeling creative again. I'm feeling like cooking. I'm feeling like trying new recipes. I um, got my crochet out the other day. I've um, been drawing again, and the thing that makes that is makes it really clear that I am okay is I start getting inspirations for the whatever I'm writing for the book I'm writing. And that happened the other day. I started getting little like yeah. cool insights and inspiration. I'm like, oh. and I got really excited. I haven't felt excited. Like when I, you know, mm-hmm. that, do, yeah. that doesn't, that not manufacture that. You can't make yourself feel that. Yeah. So, so I know for sure that I am. Okay and um the ink so the water was for the flushing all of this stuff <laughs> and the ink is because i found an amazing book that i'm totally in love with and it's compl- got me enthralled for the last two days i've been when i don't have to be doing something else i am reading 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 yep. And that hasn't happened for years, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. So it's called A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. And I think the trilogy is the All Souls trilogy, mm. something like that. I'm halfway through the second book. They're substantial volumes of work. So oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. Also, oh, oh, oh. I just love it. It's wonderful. Sounds like my kind of, <sighs> my kind of book. Well <laughs> oh, it's you know
0: and it's it's a it's a proper well written beautifully paced grown-up book of witches and magic and vampires and demons and time travel and like all of the things that we love. Yeah. And it's just I'm just in like it's one of the like i sit in bed at night i take it to we read in bed at night and usually i'm just like oh whatever and you know you get sleepy when you read a bit and you just roll over and go sleep no i'm like my eyes pinned wide open like reading 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 until i have to turn the light out because i know i've got to get up in the morning so
1: that's cool i might have to check it out because i loved that experience a couple months ago with the series i was reading and i can Mm -hmm. do that again because it's so fun well i would
0: say like it's i found the uh, discovery of witches but then there's like the trilogy in like a one like an omnibus Mm -hmm. and that's that's what i got because i'm like yep i'm definitely reading all three (laughs) books so i might as well just get this thing
1: yeah Yeah, that's cool so anyway what's and fear this week OK, um, they meet Alder briefly. Uh, it seemed brief to me anyways. And then Paul and Wolf go off with him to have a discussion about who knows what. Sinidra and Garion have another bicker together. So Garion goes off uh, by himself, and he tries to move the rock, I think the same rock right? that Mr. Wolf tells him he moved with his mind. Mm-hmm um -hmm. and then it's it's too hard i guess he somehow gets himself stuck in the ground instead or is it just that he fell and he just can't get up because he's so tired we will talk (laughs) about that in the chapter discussion so that that was all basically it seems like a kind of surface level chapter to me not much to it but
0: yeah it's it's a fun chapter i like this chapter yeah so now we get into wolf system and talk more about all of that stuff yeah
1: I'll, yeah i'll let you lead it because i didn't reread it so i'm a little foggy oh okay yep so i just read it today so
0: when the last chapter finished it was Garian and um, belgareth in the tower and belgareth had just pointed out the stone the big rock that he Moved with his mind the first time that he used his magic, and so now we wake up and it's the next morning and they're getting out of their tents and you know what have you and as soon as Gary wakes up he's aware that the present the dry voice is in his mind he's aware of the presence
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, sort of says where have you been and the voice says oh, I've been watching and um, they have a little back and forth I see you've finally come around and. Garian's. what choice did I have and the voice is like well none yeah and you better get up Aldio's coming mm-hmm. um so he go- he goes out to the fire where Belgarath and Pogara are chatting and they have like a little reconnection Pol uh, Paul, and Garian sort of have a have one of those reconnections where she puts her arm- arms around him and everything is all right again like there are several times through, through the books where that happens yeah like she like everything is okay again they have this reconnection
1: mm-hmm.
0: um he's apologizes for his behavior and for his resistance and and she's like it's okay and
1: yeah i like that whole thing and he's he seems surprised that she's not angry but it's like Yeah. You know, that's what a real mother's love is, I guess, is yeah. Even when they go and like don't listen and do all these things that kind of defy what you are trying to guide them towards, you're still just like it's Mm -hmm. okay, you know.
0: Well, it's a mother's thing. Real mother. I've been that mother and I've also watched Like with my own children, their stepmother Mm. being a kind of mother that I can't be, Mm. the mother that doesn't do that. Yeah. That pushes back and requires more of the child. Mm. So. I think,
1: yeah, I was just having this conversation this morning with the other mom. And we're, we're okay. both kind of more on, on your side of it, where we give them guidance, but they're going to do what they're going to do, you know? And yeah, of course, we're going to say, hey, it's not okay to not be nice to somebody if we see them not being nice. Well, of course, we'll step in and say, hey, that's not okay. But ultimately, they're still going to choose who they're going to be. And mm. as many yes. times as we want to step in and, and punish them or give consequences and all this If they want to still be mean they're still going to be mean like a consequence won't stop them so but it's important i think that the
0: consequences are there yeah yeah and 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 that the anger if it does become present it's an example of how to allow that to move through you Mm -hmm. not to let it remain
1: that is the most challenging piece of motherhood is to not hold on to the anger (laughs) or the guilt yes i literally this morning just a quick side story the drive to school was very challenging one was complaining the whole way the other one was being a nag to the other one the whole way so i get to school and i'm finally just like in my mind i'm like just get out of the car i just i don't want you go in my head i don't say this to them (laughs) but then i'm on the drive home kind of like man that was those probably weren't the best thoughts to have but you know they were pushing my buttons (laughs) and then yeah uh, they know
0: how to do it really well too yeah
1: and so it was like the anger I was like okay well it's done now so you gotta let it go let it go Mm -hmm. and then by the time I see him Mm -hmm. after school I'll be just like and pull and be like hey how how was your day you know
0: yeah and that is the the hormones of the mother <laughs> yeah <laughs> softening you and just basically keeping you high so that the little people can still be in your life safely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep
1: uh. uh
0: yeah so yeah so the others come out of their tents and they're all sort of bleary-eyed and uh, a says to silk question of what do we do today Belgrade says we wait you know my master said he'd meet us here and um then they're sort of all curious and Garian meanwhile is looking around because he's got the heads up mm-hmm. he's like oh trying to keep an eye out for aldea and then he comes across the meadow They see him approaching a figure in a blue robe the soft nimbus of blue light around have you ever seen flight of the dragons you have mentioned it once before and i think i put the opening clip in the show notes of one of the, the last show that you mentioned it in but i haven't watched it yet.
1: okay this is another moment where i had a flash because there's i believe he's a blue wizard and it, um and i just visualized that guy it's all animation I visualized that wizard kind of just like floating across, mm-hmm. the field, this blue glow around him. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh,
0: yeah. So yes, it's. I haven't watched it.
1: It's really. I want to I rewatch it. it. I need to find oh, it. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Well, see, I'll might see if. I'll see if. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Can find it for me somewhere.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And Sargarian so can kind of sense that the, the, the being approaching is definitely not human.
1: Yeah. And he, kind of, he does uh, some comparison to Queen Salmistra's, Salmistra. Uh, but then, because then it's like he feels more, more power from Aldor, right? Then, but then he remembers when he was in with Queen Salmistra and the god came to life he was mm-hmm. also like half drugged up yes, mm-hmm. um, and so he kind of puts it off to that and maybe had he been completely aware it would have been the same kind of uh a... mm. so that i just thought was so yeah interesting because was well it is it is i mean
0: because so 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 he has been in the presence of gods two other times isa in the throne room at some mistress palace and then um, in um, Mara Mon, when Mara mm. came and threatened, you know, to make Sinedra mad, yeah. like, um, and in both of those cases, part of him was dulled or asleep, part of his awareness. So this is the first time he's been fully conscious, you know. Right. That's true which is interesting and i think ties in nicely to the conversation we were having in before the show about the balance of our light and our shadow mm-hmm. yeah um and
1: how was that tying in because <laughs> well, we were talking about how he wasn't fully aware he was kind of like
0: yeah so so when we i think when we the balance of of keeping ourselves centered and not pushing away not 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 denying the dark in favor of the light or completely succumbing to the dark and moving completely away from the light Mm -hmm. um both of those things keep part of us asleep and so we can't be fully conscious in our um, experience of ourselves yeah yeah i get that I think that made sense. I think I tied
1: that together. I did. It made sense to me. So Great. (laughs) We'll go with that. (laughs) Okay, cool. um, But I like how they described Aldor. His face was kindly and enormously wise. His long hair and beard were white from conscious choice, Gary and (laughs) felt, rather than than from any result of age. His face was familiar somehow. And it bore a startling resemblance to Belgarath's. Yeah.
0: But I like, I like his next little bit of contemplation where he realizes he kind of inverts that. And he realizes that it's not that the God looks like Belgarath, but that the God's uh, image is kind of stamped on over Belgarath's roguish cheekiness. (laughs) Like, you know, he's got, I really like that yeah. um
1: yeah that is a pretty clever um description i guess Yeah, i like that yeah and then
0: so Alger comes in and they and he and belgarath and polgar are kind of just greet each other and reconnect
1: yeah uh like a connection of intensely personal linkage is what is described
0: yeah, the their mind. minds like just, they just—they don't talk. They just stand together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Garian could fe- Garian can feel it, like just the edges of it, with his own mind. I lo- I really love this. That he didn't feel excluded. He just felt wistful,
1: like, like, um, like he was observing something very special. Oh, and just
0: beautiful. Like, he could appreciate the beauty of what was going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And Aldor um, acknowledges here again the, uh, like, the purpose of them all coming together. They, he mm-hmm. says, like, I see you've all come together for this moment, That all of this stuff is going to unfold and mm-hmm. you're on the path kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. All of the instruments of the prophecy they're all there. And I just I just wanna take a little moment here to say I think that wheezing noise is
1: Alicia's dog snoring. Oh. Sorry, no. <laughs> Somebody is drilling my neighbors oh. My neighbors are putting okay, that's fine. a walkway in front of their house.
0: So it's Okay, just- as I That's okay. It's good to have a little like connect the noise
1: with what it is. (laughs) I know. If that had been my dog, I would have quieted. I woke them up a while ago, but like be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry, little. Yeah, the big baby back there. I thought it was the dog (laughs) just snoring. No. Yeah, sorry. That's going to be a constant, unfortunately.
0: Oh, that's all right. Yeah, so Aldia sort of blesses, he offers his blessing to everybody. So the words that Alder uses, I think probably are, I might just read them. Yeah. Uh, And so you have come together at last, as it hath been foretold from the beginning of days you should. You are the instruments of destiny. And my blessing goes with each as you move toward that awful day when the universe will become one again.
1: There's the word of that use, um, awful again, <laughs> in, the pr- awful. in the proper way. In the proper way. And it just, that just gives me all kinds <laughs> of happies. You know, ever since the first time we discovered that and I realized awful was used incorrectly so much, I have caught myself uh-huh. so many times about to say awful, like this is awful. And then I'll switch it mm-hmm. to horrible or terrible mm-hmm. instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well done. I'm so proud of you. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, so the the, everyone, nobody sort of really understands it. They're all like, wow, yeah, I'm. They all bow and they're all respectful. They don't really understand the meaning of it, though. Um, And then Sinedra comes out. She was still in the tent. So she just comes out now.
1: Mm
0: So, um, it's it's interesting. There are times when Sinedra is willful and resistant. And there are times when she seems to instinctively know that she just needs to follow along or obey directions that she's been given. And so Aunt Paul calls to her, you know, Sinedra, come here. And she's just, uh, yes, Lady Polgara. And she comes straight over. And Aunt Paul says, this is our master. He wanted to meet you. Mm-hmm. And she gets confused, adorably confused, doesn't really know what to say. You know, she's like knows how to treat every single person in the her known world, but has no clue how to behave in front of a god. (laughs) And so she just, you know, does her uh, very artfully and automatically, like she just artfully and automatically assumes – her most appealing expression and posture. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lowering her lashes, looking up shyly. <laughs> yes, because we know how shy she is. Yeah. And um, and Aldo just smiles really gently and uh, he sees the charm. He sees the just the pretty charm of her, but then keeps looking further and acknowledges the steel inside her and um pronounces her fit for
1: her task
0: mm-hmm. and blesses her as well
1: yeah and then he turns to garion and it seems like the consciousness or awareness in his mind communicates with aldor for a moment mm-hmm. before he addresses him directly mm-hmm. and, he t- and he calls him Bulgarian. mm-hmm. Not just Garion.
0: And, and before he says anything, like Garion feels the touch of his mind and knows that Aldur knows everything about him, every thought and every action. Yeah. Mm, but Aldir says, hail Belgarion. And Garion calls master and drops to one knee. He doesn't know why. <laughs> But this is another little little passage that probably is worth, you know, mentioning because it's kind of like, I know this is like a very light chapter, but there's a couple, just these couple of little things that pinpoint into like the prophecy and the, mm-hmm. the way that things are moving. And he says to Bulgarian, we have awaited thy coming since time's beginning thou art the vessel of all our hopes and he says my blessing Bulgarian I am well pleased with thee. Bulgarian <laughs> just feels entirely loved like his entire being just love and warmth and gratitude as the blessing kind of fills him up which is
1: um, beautiful yeah yeah, and he even addresses um, Pulgera about it. Mm. You know, thy gift, uh, thy gift to us is beyond value. He tells her, Bulgarian has come at last, and the world trembles at his coming." Mm-hmm. Those are some what strong you make words. That? Some Strong words. Say some strong words. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Garian, I'd be a little bit like, "Ooh." Hey, what am I going to be doing again? (laughs) Um, So then they, the three of them, Paul, Wolf, and um, Alder, go off to um, have their own discussion. Receive
0: instruction. So Alder's like, I've got to give you some instructions. Like, I promised I'd give, when when I set your, when I first set your steps upon this path, and now I've got a bit more clarity, so... Mm -hmm we can see what's lying ahead of us so let's off we go and make some preparations yep so they go and um
1: they just seem to disappear yeah one minute they're there the next minute they're not and i feel like i visualize the scene of everyone who's still remaining it's almost like oh they're all just kind of like you know and then they leave and they just kind of all like well that was yeah like that was intense intense. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, I think they all feel like that. It's kind of in the text.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, then, and then Sinedra decides that she is Aunt Paul for the morning and makes them all get away from the fire because she's going to make breakfast.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> which she doesn't do incredibly well, but it was edible just and nobody
1: offered any criticism yeah right (laughs) um they all decided to kind of just go off their own ways though just to fill the day Mm -hmm. silk just domestic stuff like housekeeping kind of things yeah you know
0: checking the horses and checking their swords and their armor for nicks and dents and patching holes in their clothes and that sort of stuff
1: and i liked silk's comment about the whole thing when he said this whole place absolutely reeks of domesticity. How do you say it? Domest, domestic domesticity. Um, that made me laugh out loud when I read that because, <laughs> um, I feel like I get that way myself sometimes. I'm like I'm getting too domestic. I need to stop this. Let's go. Let me go do something. Let's not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But he he went the opposite way. He's trying to encourage Barrack to play dice. Right and they're all like no 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 and he's like oh so he goes and gets a needle and thread (laughs) patching holes in his clothes sorry that little tinkle you just heard was my crystal rolling about in my water bottle so that's all fine and then so and goes off to think because there's you know fairly momentous things going on and he's just kind of sitting underneath the tree leaning up against the trunk Sinedra's like flitting about in the branches above him, (laughs) flicking sticks, flicking twigs at him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she, uh, I don't know if she's doing like if she thinks this is a kind of flirting or if she really just enjoys kind of picking at him. But (laughs) I think she just at this point, I think she just enjoys uh picking at him, but
0: like just. Just poking, like just like to get a reaction. Not 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 specifically to be unkind no. or mean, just for a reaction.
1: Yeah. Um, but she like throws the stick at him and says that like <laughs> you need to go clean the dishes. Because
0: And it's like, I love it, I love <laughs> it. Boy, the breakfast dishes are getting cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And I do love that Gary just stands up to her, though.
1: Mm. Yeah, she's very like commanding of it. Mm. And he just says, Wash them yourself. And then he asks her, Why do you keep chewing your hair like that? (laughs) Which was funny.
0: Um, And she just denies it. She's like, What? What are you talking about? I don't chew my (laughs) hair.
1: Yeah. And so he refuses to wash the dishes.
0: Yeah. yeah, And they're just you know, have a little bit of an argument and she he he has to go at her for showing her legs off so much with her little dresses and jumping around the tree and why don't you go put some clothes on Yeah <laughs> So they have a lovely little fight and then Garion just goes away and she has to go do the dishes herself I guess
1: yeah, that's nice, right? Leaving the dishes to the one who cooked it all. So he just walks off, and the colt is kind of following him around again. But then, you know, he just kind of comes over to say hi and then runs off to play. So he talks here about, well, I guess he's not talking, but there's referenced here about there's something special about the veil. Mm hmm. Um this is kind of what we were talking about before. Like we were thinking oh, yeah, you know, yeah. about the weather.
0: Yep. Yep, go on.
1: So it says here like the world around grew cold with the approach of winter. But here it seemed as if the hand of elders stretched protectively above them, filling the special place with warmth and peace and a kind of eternal and magical serenity. Hmm. So I guess. Maybe it does go through okay, seasons so, somewhat, but not really.
0: Well, I wonder maybe the seasons are connected to Aldur's moods or could
1: be, you know? Yeah. Or maybe he just sometimes has his hand protecting and others not.
0: <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That would make that. that I like that so but just suffice to say that Garen feels really safe and protected here
1: yeah
0: and and so i think that that's a perfect kind of state of being to be in if you want to test out your magic on purpose for the first time
1: right yeah. like- so he passes Belgrade. sorry keep going down. No, that's fine i was gonna say the same thing it's like Well, go on then. To me, it seemed like he was going he went to the tower, but unconsciously he kind of was uh, going towards the rock all along.
0: I think so. I think so. Cause he, he sort of, um, the text says that he arrives at the tower and realizes that he's been going there all along, but I think you're right. I don't think he was because, you know, He doesn't go in because it's not his place to go in to open the door. Um, He just sort of walks around it and then heads over to the rock. But he has a little insight here about Belgorath and Wolf. Hmm. And he starts trying to pinpoint the moment when he ceased to think of his grandfather as Mr. Wolf and accepted the fact that he was Belgorath. because it feels to him to be a significant kind of turning point
1: yeah i missed that when i was reading through it
0: (laughs) and i think that that's uh that's probably part of his acceptance of his what he needs to do all of that that that's really who his grandfather is magic is really possible and now he's really going to go and try and do it for himself so he heads over to the rock uh, this is so funny I just this makes me chuckle every time I read it. so he tries to move it he decides that he's going to approach this systematically and he figures that he'll try and move it just with his like physical self his body mm-hmm. and if it doesn't budge at all then he's going to try it the other way and so he squicks his wiggles his fingers underneath the edge of the rock so it's a, like a turtle shell i imagine like a big yeah it's about waist high on him and it's like a big dome with a black, flat bottom so it's not going to roll if you push it hard enough or you know so he figures he's going to get his fingers under it and try and lift it and just try and budge it a little bit and it doesn't budge at all he strains for about 10 seconds and it just nearly pops a circuit (laughs) and he gets all sparkly behind his eyes and his feet actually sink into the ground a little bit yeah (laughs) so he's not it's not going to move at all
1: yeah so he decides it's time to try it let's try it for real uh-huh. do this mind thing uh-huh. he realizes that every other time he's done
0: magic it's been a just something that happened instinctively he hasn't thought about it at all but now he's trying to do it deliberately and everything is distracting him like he's trying to gather his will and everything keeps pulling his attention like all the smallest little things keep pulling his attention away from what he's doing and and he sort of feels the the sensations like a, like a sort of a tightness at the back of his head and a sort of pushing out with his forehead and he closes his eyes and that seems to help. And and, um, he could feel, he can feel it kind of building inside of him. And then he remembers the amulet and he puts his hand on the amulet and that, that amplifies the uh, force that he's feeling. And he's hearing this huge, huge noise. Like it gets really loud in his head. And, and then he directs this force at the rock. And he says, you will move now. Yep. And he sort of ra- raises his hand in a lifting motion. And, you know, the rock slowly, slowly, slowly tips up on one edge and rolls over Mm -hmm. and sort of totters there and then he's just completely exhausted so he rests his head uh, he folds his arms on the grass in front of him and rests his head on them and he stays there for a moment before he realizes that he's resting his head on his arms on the grass and he's still standing
1: up (laughs) how is that you gotta be pretty flexible to do that if you're standing and you bend all the way down rest your head
0: no no so he is like literally up to his armpits in the
1: earth oh that's how it is okay yeah i see so he's
0: (laughs) so he's like oh shit what do i do now and the thought of gathering his will again to attempt to get himself out is just out of the question because he's so like drained of energy from the effort to move the rock in the first place yeah So he tries to reach out to the voice in his head, and of
1: course, it's not there. Um, he does get <laughs> his little horse to come around, though. But the horse.
0: <laughs> so eventually, the, eventually, the little cult comes over, and Gary's like, I'm oh, a good horse.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the horse doesn't understand what he really wants him to do. No, it's just adorable. So Gary's trying to communicate in his
0: mind, in the horse's mind. The little cult, and then he realizes that it's a baby's mind, and he sees everything in like <laughs> images and and colors, mm-hmm. and um, and so it takes him ages to kind of cons- to get the cult to understand that he wants Heta go get Heta, so he's trying to tell the cult to go get Heta <laughs> and bring him back. <laughs> yeah. See, the cult gallops away in the wrong direction. <laughs> and Gary, and just so good. Gary starts to swear, and so you know, he's for almost a year he's been around Barrack. <laughs> mm-hmm. He swears a lot, right. and so he just repeats every swear that he's ever heard Barrack say, and then he starts inventing them. <laughs> And, and when he's finished swearing he gets like a flickering thought back from the cult and he realises that the cult's just off chasing butterflies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so he's, he's there like all off, it's like early afternoon so this is like he's gone there straight after breakfast to do this so he's been there all like for hours in the dirt, uh-huh. in the ground yeah. and um and then a hetar and silk right up <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's so good like they're so uh, snarky <laughs> like beautifully um, like you would you like you would be like to tease yeah. someone that you love right you know uh, <laughs> so it looks like how in the world did you manage that
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really funny.
1: Karen doesn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Does she want to talk? Well, it's just their whole little conversation. Like he he can probably do many things that we can't. The thing I can understand though is why he'd want to do it. (laughs) And Silk's (laughs) like, I'm sure he had a good reason. Do you think we should ask him? (laughs) He's just talking like he's not even there. You know
0: yeah and and, and it like uh um, it like well, it's probably very complicated. <laughs> I'm sure simple men like you and me would not be able to understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does like do you suppose do you suppose he's finished, whatever it is he's doing <laughs> <laughs> would not want to disturb him, and poor Garian, it's just about crying mm-hmm with frustration um and they and that's where the chapter ends
1: yeah they're <laughs> just teasing him
0: yeah so that's the chapter mm-hmm. so yeah i really like that
1: chapter yeah that's a good slight chapter mm-hmm. so now we're on to the magic of the chapter i yeah. i had this one was hard for me because i couldn't figure anything else i'm like whatever i'm just going with the most obvious thing hmm. and say garen lifting the rock with his mind even if it was just for a little moment he yep. still got off the ground yeah yeah
0: so i had i had chosen the way the blue aura of power around aldior you know, the nimbus when he and Polgara and Belgrath are walking away, the um, that blue glow sort of seems to include them and then they disappear.
1: Yeah.
0: That's kind of nice. And then I was thinking that um, when we were reading the chapter, I went, oh, I really like this other bit of magic too, is when Aldeor blesses Garion mm. and Garion feels that sensation of love and, you know, warmth just filling him so i had two bits <laughs>
1: those are good ones
0: what about your reality
1: um i just thought of like garyon's little moment with the rock just kind of remind me when i was a kid and i used to play alone a lot because i was an only child and i would just go out and like pretend i have magical powers like that and i like, could move stuff like put my hand out and like lift up so which is kind of like connecting to that childhood memory yeah nice uh or well, my
0: real life uh relating is the distractions that garion was having while he was trying to generate the power uh the will um all the little distractions the ant crawling over his hand the breeze mm-hmm. tugging at his hair all of the little tiny things um i i when i meditate sometimes especially when i started to meditate the distractions like you wouldn't even i don't even notice any other time i close my eyes to meditate and they just kind of get really large and distracting
1: yeah (laughs) i understand that one too yep yeah so prophecy speaks Yay. Do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, sure. So, my question this week is I would like some guidance for transitioning our community to a new platform, which I will speak more about <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> the
1: feet, the little expression, pause. Of your face. Oh, I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the book I'm using is A Home at the End of the World. It's by Michael Cunningham. Mm. All right, so some guidance for transitioning our community to a new platform. Bobby's had a hard time of it, hasn't he? I said. You shouldn't pity him. Did you know before that his mother was dead? Uh Uh-huh, Jonathan said. Do you know how she died? Sort of. I mean, she took too many sleeping pills, but she had a prescription. She'd been taking them for years. I guess she'd started complaining they weren't working anymore. So it could have been an accident. Bobby had a brother who died too. Jonathan nodded. That was definitely an accident. It wasn't a murder after all. That's when the mother started in on sleeping pills. He delivered these facts with a certain pride, as if they represented Bobby's worldly accomplishments. Lord, the things that happen to people. I went and shut the window. It was almost cold enough to steam your breath in that room. And nothing's ever happened to us, Jonathan said. Nothing bad. We're very lucky. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so i think that what did you get <laughs> okay so a little bit of a uh a spoiler which is not a spoiler because we spoke about it last show uh i think that facebook is the is the sleeping pill like the pills yes took too many sleeping pills facebook's been putting us to sleep yep. and making us unaware and um anesthetizing us basically making us feel like our spark of life is a bit dead mm-hmm. and it, the reasons that we were on there before just it, it, I, I don't feel excited about things i don't feel inspired by things and that sort of ties into she she's been taking them like taking the pills, but they just don't seem to be working anymore. So she took too many of them. Yeah, that feels really like, yeah, fairly connected. Yeah, I think so. And then there's um, you know, there's a, like, there's just this clarity there at the end, like, oh wow, the things that happen to people when you don't make a conscious choice, like, it's like uh. uh nothing bad's ever happened to us and we feel lucky that feels like the ability to witness and make a decision that feels like that little bit of clarity like yep that's where the that's the sleeping pill over here and we're going to a place where yeah things might feel a bit cold and crisp and we might be able to see our air our, our sort of breath hanging in the air because it's just this new open clean space
1: waiting for us to
0: fill our fill up, fill with our energy
1: yeah i agree that's exactly what <laughs> i thought with uh, the sleeping pills of facebook <laughs> yeah so more soon my darling listeners cool mine is very general just because i can't share details of my children too much but i just want to know how to navigate the challenges i'm currently facing in motherhood Um, i shared some of this before the show but you know we just all have challenges right now i'm facing one specifically and i'd like some navigation and i'm using a new moon by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think I should reread these. Okay. Let's see. Jacob met another. Uh, oops, Jacob met the other werewolf's attack head on. Their angry snarls echoed like thunder off the trees. The black and white scraps, the remains of Jacob's clothes, fluttered to the ground where he disappeared jacob i screamed again staggering forward stay where you are bella sam ordered it was hard to hear him over the roar of the fighting wolves they were snapping and tearing at each other their sharp teeth lashing toward each other's throats the jacob wolf seemed to have the upper hand he was visibly bigger than the other wolf and it looked like he was stronger too he rammed his shoulder against the gray wolf again and again knocking him back toward the trees Take her to Emily's, Sam shouted toward the other boys who were watching the conflict with rapt expressions. Jacob had successfully shoved the gray wolf off the road and they were disappearing into the forest through the sound of their snarls, though the sound of their snarls was still loud. Sam ran after them, kicking off his shoes on the way. As he darted into the trees, he was quivering from head to toe.
0: Okay. So which part of that is standing out to you? There are a couple that you could go with a couple of different directions. You could go.
1: Um, um, um. well, the first line, I see it really clearly. (laughs) The first line kind of jumped out at me, um, that Jacob met the other wolf, the other werewolves attack head on. Um, because obviously it's not just well it's it's my children being involved with their friends and then of course the parents are involved so it kind of felt like um the snarling of the wolves or like the parents <laughs> okay to me but okay but i'm asking specifically for um
0: with your children
1: yeah the challenges I'm facing with motherhood so I think that you know the snarling of the wolves uh, somehow represents either the way I get when I'm angry with them or just how they are with each other Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm not really sure. Can I? Yeah. Okay. So
0: (sighs) you are literally Bella, the snarling of the wolves is the children snapping and snarling at each other. And you see them later on at Emily's place and they're laughing and joking and healing all by themselves Mm -hmm. and you have provided that safe place for them to snap and snarl at each other
1: yeah that can definitely be it Um, Well, that's
0: literally the conversation we had earlier yeah is it not yeah it
1: is (laughs) it is um so yeah i agree i think that feels right i just i because i didn't remember the scene ending with like i remember that yeah the fight isn't really a real fight because it's jacob and whoever like they're friends brothers mm. but i forgot that it ends with them coming back in human form and like just you know mm-hmm. giving each other a hard time in a playful way um yeah
0: but it's a bit it's real and what but always remember whatever i say that's what i'm picking up so what's
1: important is what you pick up Mm -hmm. well i couldn't i couldn't i was too wrapped up in the other so that helped me Mm. okay good excellent yeah
0: okay a prediction
1: for the next chapter yeah it's (laughs) starting to get tricky i know we haven't been checking in either to see oh hang on let me see last week so you're not
0: last week but the last show yeah uh the last prediction was garion will have some time to train his powers with wolf some peaceful
1: bonding time for the group so you weren't far wrong no okay so for next chapter i put that garyan will be teased further i think for his attempts to move the rock <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they're gonna let it, that go um and then maybe he'll have a conversation with aldor about mm-hmm. his powers and mm-hmm. the group will leave the veil to continue okay oh
0: and alicia has provided our hashtag for this week the hashtag for this week is chasing butterflies <laughs> perfect absolutely perfect in all kinds of ways yeah
1: so <laughs> i just love the visual of the little baby i still, i call him a baby horse just like uh-huh, galloping around the meadow uh-huh. i've seen my my dog fall.
0: Huh? Yeah. My dog. I I was just thinking. I have to find a picture that suits that.
1: My dog outside. I've seen her catch glimpses of the butterflies that fly around out there, and she'll go. Mm. And that I like. There, don't don't attack the butterflies. What are you doing? You know, because <laughs> she's she's actually killed gophers and rats in our backyard. So, I'm like, do oh, not. the they're animals. They're animals. I know, but I still just, I feel bad when I find one that's still kind of alive. Yeah, you can't set <sighs> that. You have to
0: knock it on the head.
1: That's too hard for me. So, like, please don't ever.
0: I have to, I'm the one in our house that has to do all that sort of stuff. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I'm like, never catch a butterfly, please. Butterflies are very special to me they have special meaning to me well even the catching of a butterfly has special meaning (laughs) yeah but in the dog's mouth and she just like crushes it well
0: there's (laughs) symbolism everywhere you look (laughs) i guess so ah so we have a special announcement we alluded to it earlier we're changing platforms So we are moving our Bulgarian and beyond community over to Patreon and um, it's not just for patrons, it's a place for our whole community. So the posts that I would normally put um, on the public Facebook page, we're going to now put in the public portion of our Patreon feed. And so I'll put some posts and I'll keep talking about this over the next several episodes so that we will have time to transition. I won't just drop off the face of the Facebook earth and disappear. Um, You know, this will be a process as you're ready. Um, I'll provide links and that sort of thing in the show notes and in the public Facebook page about, you know, what you need to do, where you can find us. And I'll make sure I put it really clearly in it, on all the show notes. So whatever platform you're listening on, you should be able to go down into the show notes and see, even if there's not a active link, I'll make sure I put the full URL for things that are important or where you can find, you can always go to our website anyway, to find all of the details. I'll make sure I put a special, you know, make it really clear in the extended show notes on the, website so you can find us but the it's going to be i'm actually getting quite excited about it patreon can be downloaded to your mobile device as an app which will work very much like the facebook posts and conversations you know there are there'll be posts there'll be places for you to comment and react and interact with us it will just be our own little social network for belgarian and beyond and so you know there are a few there will be a few differences but it will be just dedicated to the show and the things we talk about and there'll be ways for you to communicate with us and i
1: know alicia did you want to say anything about it no i mean that's pretty much covers it. I just, I'm really excited because I felt better without Facebook in my life. So this is one, the only reason I would check in is for our group and one other group I have. And so, you know, I think it's going to be really exciting to just have Patreon specifically for this only and just go in and that's all I see. I don't have to go in and also see 20 other alerts from things that have nothing to do with what I'm there for. Um, yeah. And so I can really kind of just leave Facebook behind a little bit more even, and this will be a great way to really focus in on the conversations, you know? So. Mm.
0: And hopefully they'll get more and more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, um, it might even be easier for me to be more interactive because I can have the app on my phone without it overwhelming. Correct. <laughs> and you can
0: set the, um, you'll be able to set the notifications, like so you can have push notifications, you know, if someone puts a message in, mm-hmm. like you can decide which things you want to hear about. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, so I'm I'm quite excited about it. And that's the direction we're heading in. So would love to hear your comments about that. Yeah. And you can, so you can find, you'll be able to find all the extended show notes with all of the things we've been talking about at our website, belgariadandbeyond.goddesskindled.com. Sign up. Definitely. If you haven't signed up for the mailing list, sign up for the mailing list because you won't, you know, we're going to be phasing out Facebook. So there won't be notifications on Facebook to remind you about there's a new episode out or anything like that. So, start interacting with us over on patreon and if you're not on patreon definitely sign up for the email list so that you can stay in touch with us basically and find out when all the episodes are out and anything else is happening and i will be sending out emails to our list through this transition and you know beyond about important stuff and keeping our community active and connected. And you can leave a voice message for us, which no one has done for a really long time. (laughs) Um, There'll be a link in the show notes for you to do that. And we're still on Facebook at the moment. We are on Instagram. I haven't decided if we'll stay on Instagram or not.
1: I have also checked out of Instagram personally.
0: Yeah. So... So we'll just, Insta- we haven't really talked about Instagram yet, but at the moment you can find us there at Belgariad and beyond. You can definitely email us, Beyond at gmail.com. With all of your comments and questions, love to receive your emails. And this show is an indie production. <laughs> and the best way for you to support is to become a patron and you can get access to bonus episodes of before the show and full uncut video episodes where you get to peek behind the curtain and look at us carrying on and all of i very I'm very mobile with my hands <laughs> and my face and my entire body when I talk <laughs> <laughs> Um, And so you can find out more about becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Belgariad and beyond. There'll be a link in the show notes and lots of details about how you can transition. And it's just going to be so much fun. Mm -hmm. It's feeling really light and um, just good.
1: I agree. (laughs) Yep. So that's it, right? Covered. Yep. That's it. Everything. I think so, so. So, have a good week. <laughs> we'll see. Go chase some butterflies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is the best thing. I love it. I have an understanding with the universe that whenever a the, the little little ones that are like white and yellow, whenever I see one of those, there's some guidance going on. Okay. Oh, I love that
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, everyone, go find your own butterflies. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it'll be in your ears again really soon. Mm